Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later... I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, folks, welcome to the show. It is Friday night as I'm recording this. Maybe we'll get this out uh, early Saturday morning. We'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, gonna recap the NBA trade deadline yesterday. That was absolutely madness. We saw so many good deals, bad deals, and quite frankly, perplexing deals because, you know, there, there are some moves that need to be called out point blank uh, by some of these NBA teams. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go we'll go through it. Uh, you know, we'll go through it. But, I mean, let's start off with. I'll I'll just say it. I told you so. It's like the Kevin Durant got moved by the Nets, which is what I was calling for. Once Kyrie was out the door, KD was going to follow him because KD was not going to just sit there on his own and lead a team on his own. The dude, I don't want to hear anything from the KD supporters about him being the bus driver, this, that, and the other. Dude... The man is the connoisseur of Uber Black. He is calling up for a ride share. He's in a luxury limo and just getting uh, uh, first delivery, uh, first-hand uh, white glove uh, service and delivery to wherever he wants to go. So as soon as he puts in the call, and because you know the Nets tried to salvage this. In the offseason when he demanded to trade the first time. Because basically, my stance is still the fact that the Nets basically sold him on. We will try to make it work with Kyrie. Let's give this one more shot. And he had to acquiesce because who else was going to take Kyrie on with him and be dumb enough to make that trade? There weren't that, like, teams were not willing to take on Kyrie uh, on, a, on its own. The reason why the Mavs took Kyrie on is the simple fact that they didn't have that much to, uh, available to give up, and there's only so many players that can actually give Luka Doncic tangible lift in the NBA, given how uh, uh, ball dominant Luka can be, and get and be able to work with a second unit. Like there's, there's, it gets kind of limited unless you get a. Like, and again, it's not a knock on Luka, but the death of the NBA center has kind of screwed over Luka Doncic because I'm telling you, if you pair Luka with Jokic or even worse, Giannis, that is the best team in the NBA. 
And it's not even close because you're not going to be able to guard them. However, I will say that, and I, I said this earlier in the week, or last week, I can't remember. Um, the issue is, with Kyrie, Luka's the closest he's going to come to playing with LeBron again, given what Luka does. But just like LeBron, Luka is very ball dominant. So we will see how Kyrie deals with that over the course of the season. Kyrie's got to be on his best behavior because the Nets said no to him getting paid. There's not that many teams lining up to give him the four-year deal that he's looking for. Kyrie has to be on his best behavior. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But back to this Durant trade. The Suns get Kevin Durant in return for Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and five first-round picks. One in 2023, unprotected. One in 2025. One in 27. One in 28 uh, as a pick swap. And 29 uh, is unprotected. That's it. That's all the Suns gave up. The uh, the Suns, now owned by Matashibia, who basically just bought the team, and literally, this, this closed, like, uh, you know, he, he, he owns the, he owns the Suns for a record-breaking fee, uh, it, it's, like, he's a billionaire, uh, who owns, uh, a mortgage lending company, I, I I'm, so it's like you got um you you've got uh and of course uh like as I'm like trying to think of uh the name of yeah Dan Gilbert um yeah because I'm thinking of I was like Rock, I'm thinking of Rocket Mortgage and I'm like yeah that's Dan Gil uh, like I'm trying to think of the owner's name yeah Dan Gilbert who owns the Cavs so you get another mortgage lending CEO uh, as an NBA owner well, regardless they had to get Sarver out of there. And Sarver gets a $4 billion payday. Man, you know, if if getting canceled means you get a $4 billion payday to go away, you know, I, I you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I shouldn't say anything more. I, we're just going to move on because, again, you get accused of being racist, uh, racist and sexist and uh, basically violating every HR policy for any company on the known planet and you get $4 billion as a golden parachute to go away. Something's wrong with that picture. But that's just me. Anywho, so Ishibia, basically, first week on the job owning the Suns has turned them into a super team. Again, NBA. How the... Alright, if Chris Paul to the Lakers could get vetoed, by David Stern, to, uh, because they didn't want him playing with Kobe Bryant. How how the hell is Kevin Durant going to the Suns and Devin Booker's not in the deal? Chris Paul's not in the deal. DeAndre Ayton not in the deal. How is that even remotely fair? How, someone got to explain that one to me. The Suns get to keep their three best players and give up five first-round picks we just saw Rudy Gobert go for five first-round picks. Again, 
The T-Wolves are morons. But it, it, this is a, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous that uh, we've got Kevin Durant going for this amount. Like, this is not a trade package. This is a heist. Like, the Nets straight up got jacked up for their their best players and got pretty much nothing. Like, the Nets are a complete joke of a franchise. But it's kind of what they deserve. Truth be told, you entrusted the entire franchise to KD and Kyrie and... Based off of everything that Katie and Kyrie have stated, you kind of deserve what you get there because that's the chance you took. And those are the people you took the chance on. There's no way. And for anyone who say Katie deserves to have a championship run, but seriously, like get the hell out of here with that. Like, like I said, Katie is an Uber black subscriber. He is not a bus driver. He likes getting driven around. He's going to latch on to this super team. I think the Suns should be the favorite in the West. But don't expect me to like actually like sing KD's praises for uh, winning a title uh, with the Suns. And guess what? If they actually get knocked out before even the NBA Finals, oh, KD going to deserve that slander coming his way. Because this is a pretty stacked roster even with giving up some of those core pieces, the Suns bench is still not that shabby compared to most NBA teams. As I said, this is the Suns' Western Conference to lose, in my opinion. But if they lose it, man, the KD gonna hear it. He gonna hear it because he deserves it. All right, moving on. We're gonna talk about the Lakers. Somehow... They get rid of Russell Westbrook, but how? Because the the T Wolves, of course, it's the T Wolves. It, like we have to get someone as dumb as the T Wolves involved in order to bail out the Lakers. Do do not get me. Oh, all right. Let's just talk about the trade. Let's just talk about this trade because this trade makes no sense. The Lakers get D'Angelo Russell from the Timberwolves. Malik Beasley from the Timberwolves and Jared Vanderbilt also from the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves get Mike Conley from the Jazz. Nikhil Alexander-Walker from the Jazz. Uh, a t- uh, 2024 second round pick from the Lakers. A 2025 second round pick from the Jazz. And a 26 second round pick from the Jazz. If that trade package sounds re- pretty dumb for you on the Timberwolves end... Yes, you're not mistaken. Who did the Jazz get? The Jazz get Russell Westbrook, who is not going to be staying there. Danny Age is going to buy him out and use his cap space. Juan Toscano-Anderson from the Lakers. And Damian Jones, I did not even know he was still playing in the NBA. Uh, So I have no idea who he was playing for. And a 2027 uh, first-round pick from the Lakers. The Jazz are rebuilding. I don't know what the hell the T-Wolves are doing. This is like, what are the Timberwolves doing? And no, this is not helping the T-Wolves with the simple fact of the matter is that if Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell can't get along, maybe, just maybe, you you might want to get a coach to sort that, that out. Trading D'Angelo Russell and getting Mike Conley, who may play 
10 games the rest of the season before getting hurt for the rest of the year is not a good idea. Like, what? Did, did, did I not mention the fact that the Timberwolves give up gave up five first-round picks for Rudy Gobert? The T-Wolves are already all in, and you're trading for Mike Conley? And giving up D'Angelo, what, and Beasley, and Vent, what, what the, I, I don't understand these teams. This is an F grade for the uh, Timberwolves. The Lakers, considering what they had, this is like an A. This is an A grade. I mean, we don't even rate the Kevin Durant trade because we already know it's an A plus. And we know the Nets already got an F. But like the the Timberwolves, like what the... A combined with the Rudy Gobert trade, the Timberwolves should fire everyone in their front office if Glenn Taylor was actually an NBA owner. He might actually be a worse NBA owner than James Dolan because he might be even more clueless than James Dolan because he keeps hiring people who don't know what they're doing to run his front office. And this is part of the reason why Kevin Durant does not speak with Glenn Taylor. But anyway, like we, there's too much uh, to cover still, so... Uh, where will Russell Westbrook go? Uh, will he end up on the Clippers and play with Paul George again? Possibly. But knowing Russ, he'll probably pick the uh, spot where he can get the most playing time. So he may go to the Eastern Conference. Like, uh, uh, hell, he, 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 he could end up going back to <laughs> the Wizards. <laughs> like, you know, like the Wizards, the Bulls, like teams that need a point guard. Even though Russ is not a real point guard, but you know I'm tired of having that argument with people. Um, Russ is going to want the ball, so you know I don't think the Clippers. Like, I don't think he goes to the Clippers. Could the Clippers use him? Yeah, but I think Russ would rather have more playing time than uh, actually uh, win something. So it's a uh, it is what it is, but this is a joke of a trade. Like, how do the Lakers get bailed out of Russell Westbrook and actually get the better end of the trade and not give up that much in in totality? Like, this is this is what's wrong with the NBA. There are way too many teams making awful trades, bailing out other teams with their awful trades. We're gonna get to some more awful trades. So this is not the last of my ranting. There's more to come. All right. We're going to take a quick break, play some sponsors, and get back to it because we got to talk about what the uh, the Warriors did. There's a, Man, there's so much nonsense going on. I, I, I'm already disgusted. But we'll, we'll get through the rest of this. All right, stick around. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast will be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Welcome back to the show. Hope you got your popcorn ready. All right, we are back, and Frank, I'm still annoyed with the Timberwolves. Like, get the... Oh, my goodness. Jeez. That's <laughs> like some of these teams are so bad. But, like, like I know some of you are thinking, Dwayne, why are you so worked up about one team making such terrible trades? It's the compounding effect of one team being so incompetent at their job that it empowers other teams to get better at a higher rate than they should be. So basically the Lakers have a chance of getting back into the mix of the playoffs when they have no business to. And by the way, Utah is going to be reloaded with all the other picks that they got. Danny Ainge will have them back up and running in three years or less. Like, and be in a better spot than the Knicks. Like, like this is what annoys me the most about these teams. They're incompetence. Anyway, moving on. Masai Ujiri and the Raptors. Everyone thought they were going to blow things up. Guess what? They added Jakopodl to the roster and traded nobody. So OG Ananobi to the Knicks never happened. Siakam to any number of destinations, including San Antonio. That didn't happen. Fred Vliet to basically everyone under the sun was interested in Fred. Everybody stayed. Everybody stayed and... Total goes to the Raptors. Uh, the Raptors trade Kem Birch, and I didn't even know Kem Birch was still playing in the NBA. I thought he was still on Orlando. But uh, the, the Raptors trade Kem Birch and a first-round uh, pick in 2024 and a, 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 a 2023 and 2025 second-round pick to the Spurs. Basically, the Spurs are dumping players for picks. They're trying to tank. And they get more assets. Uh, the Raptors didn't blow things up. They're going to try to give it another run. I don't know why necessarily. It seems as though Siakam's not that dude and is getting complacent. But uh, the Raptors didn't like what the trade offers they were getting. So they're not going to blow it up yet. So it w- remains to be seen. Next up, we got Jay Crowder finally getting freed from the Suns. Uh, went to the Nets, and the Nets, uh, in turn, traded him to the Bucks. So, Jay Crowder goes to another playoff contender. Jay Crowder could very easily end up playing in the NBA Finals yet again. Because, uh, you know, Jay Crowder was on uh, the Miami Heat team that went to the Finals. He was on the Suns team that went to the Finals. Uh, y- you know... Jay Crowder is going to be one of the most useful assets you could have gotten in this trade deadline. The Bucks get him. He's exactly who they need. He's an, uh, He fills that uh, P.J. Tucker role that the Bucks had during their championship run, and he's better than P.J. Tucker. So, yeah. Uh, all What did the Bucks give up? They gave up uh, two second-round picks, George Hill, uh, and Serge Ibaka, along with Jordan Nawara, and more second-round picks. So, like, basically, they gave up, I think, yeah, also they gave up five second-round picks. The Nets get two of them. The Pacers get the players and three second-round picks. So they get George Hill, Ibaka, and Nawara. Ibaka most likely gets bought out. Maybe goes to the Clippers. Maybe goes uh, to the Nuggets. Who knows? But realistically, this is about Jay Crowder. Um Bucks get the upgrade they needed because, uh, you know, 
<laughs> Grayson Allen was not going to get it done for them at the three spot. They needed uh, a wing defender, and Jay Crowder um, is exactly uh, fits the bill of what they need done and gives them the perimeter shooting um, on the wings, obviously the defense, and just a gritty, in-your-face player. Exactly what the Bucks need. Next up, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, this strange one. Eric Gordon for Luke Kennard and a bunch of random players. Uh, the reason why I bring this one up, because it brings up the hilarious dynamic of John Wall getting uh, finally getting freed of Houston and getting sent to the Clippers to start the year, only to get sent right back to Houston. It's amazing. I mean, the Houston's going to waive John Wall, but... Um, the Clippers get Eric Gordon and three second round picks. Uh, uh, the Rockets get Danny Green, John Wall, and a, a first round pick swap option. And the Grizzlies get Luke Kennard. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what this actually does for the Grizzlies. I don't think Luke Kennard even plays on that team. I don't get this at all from the Grizzlies. Uh, the Rockets are dumping... For the sake of dumping, I, I still don't understand what the Rockets' overall game plan is. Other than hope they hit on draft picks. And the Clippers get Eric Gordon back. Uh, I don't know. Is that enough for the Clippers? Not really. Uh, like, the Clippers need something else. Like, they need, like, Russell Westbrook to actually join them. Even though I still don't think Westbrook's a good fit. Like, this Clippers team... As good as Le- uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard can play, we know Kawhi does not care. But like Kawhi Leonard has basically demonstrated ever since he won the title with the, the Raptors, he gives zero bleeps about actual basketball anymore. It's about the pay, the bread. Well, yeah, he'll compete, but man, like going through the grind of a, of an NBA title run, Kawhi is not about that life anymore. Paul George. Yeah, he wants to stop being treated like a joke. Uh, the playoff P jokes are getting old for him. But uh, who, I don't, I don't see the horses for uh, the Clippers. Uh, I think the Clippers are an interesting playoff matchup for a round, but for an actual playoff run, I, I definitely don't see it happening. Um, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, the 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 comedy of this trade is John Wall getting traded back to <laughs> getting traded back to Houston. Oh man, um, but yeah, let's talk about. Uh, oh yeah, Patrick Beverly got traded by the Lakers uh, <laughs> after welcoming D'Angelo Russell and making a joke about. Uh, 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 Sham Sharania uh, getting uh, beaten out on scoops by Adrian Wojnarowski. Shams drops the news that Patrick Beverly's been traded to the Magic. Um, Beverly traded to the Magic for a second uh, with a second round pick. The Lakers get Mo Bamba again. Does this really improve the Lakers? Uh, like, is Mo Bamba better than Thomas Bryant? I don't know. <laughs> like, it seems like you're just shifting pieces. Uh, but, uh, in terms of the grand scheme of things, uh, P-Bev's gonna get bought out, the Magic are going nowhere, they got way too many, uh, young players that aren't getting playing time, 
it, it, uh, that's another mess of a franchise. But yeah, this trade does nothing for the Magic other than free up more cap space that they're not going to use. I, I don't even know what the hell this is. Uh, just very random trades. It, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but uh, yeah, from a Lakers standpoint, you know, Mobamba, you know, sw- uh, swaps places with. Uh, Thomas Bryan, in the sense, uh, I mean, Bryan already got dealt to, uh, uh, oh, where did Bryan go again? It was, Thomas Bryan ended up, was it the, was it the Nuggets? Yeah, he got dealt to the Nuggets. Um, but, uh, yeah, th- these moves aren't really do- doing a whole lot. But we got to talk about the move that annoyed me the most. And it, it, there's like a comedy of errors here. The Golden State Warriors traded James Wiseman, the former number two overall pick in the draft, just two years ago. He gets traded to the Pistons. You would think the Warriors were getting Sadiq Bey, but no. It becomes a three-team trade. Actually, no, four-team trade. Excuse me. The Warriors trade the rights that they would have gotten for Sadiq Bey they trade him to the Hawks. The Hawks then trade uh, a couple of second-round picks to the Warriors. And then the Warriors use the picks from the Hawks and the picks that they already had previously with the Grizzlies. So, in all in total, the Warriors had five second-round picks. The Warriors use those five second-round picks from the Pistons, uh, the Hawks, their own, and the Grizzlies. So it's five total across four different teams. If you can follow all that, five second-round picks. They use those five second-round picks to trade for Gary Payton II from the Blazers. And the Blazers, in turn, get Kevin Knox, who is in purgatory with the Hawks because he sucks, uh, and five second-round picks. I mean, this is just... This trade helps no one. I want to repeat this. This trade helps no one. You want to know why this trade helps no one? Here here we go. The news came out that the Warriors uh, found out after the trade that they gave up five second round picks for. They find out that Gary Payton Jr. is still injured. This is why they didn't sign him in the offseason because they knew he had a core muscle injury. So the Hawks, uh, so the Blazers signed him in the offseason to a three-year, $26 million deal. He's been injured the entire season. He's still injured. The uh, the Blazers told the Warriors, nah, he's good. He's good, bro. We, we, we threw him out for a couple of games. They had, they trot out, <laughs> they trot out <laughs> Gary Payton Jr. injured, apparently, because uh, it's clearly obvious he was injured. Uh, just looking at the tape of the games he played, I, I don't even know how anyone actually said he was clear to play. This has got to get investigated by the NBA. I don't care who says, like, there's no way Gary Payton was healthy if you watched any of the clips of him being on the court. And the Warriors traded for him anyway, because Wiseman is a bust. He's going to Detroit, who has too many bigs as is. They have Jalen Duran. They have Isaiah Stewart. Where where exactly is James Wiseman fitting in with the Pistons? Like, this makes no sense. He's not going to get the playing time. 
and they already have other young bigs that need to develop. Like this is a this is a train wreck, a train wreck for the Pistons. I don't care how much they like Wiseman. Where is he going to develop if it's not at the expense of other players on the Pistons roster? Doesn't make any sense. And Sadiq Bay probably is a better player than James Wiseman. Uh, uh, going to be for the next two years anyway. Makes no sense. The Hawks get Sadiq Bay. The Hawks already have enough athletic front court players uh, as is. So where's Bay going to fit in? He's athletic, big, and he can play. But they already have enough athletic front court players. Like I don't understand this trade for the Hawks. The Blazers, they get picks and Kevin Knox who can't play. This trade helps no one. The Warriors may be able to get Gary Payton back for the playoffs at this point. The Warriors can like void the trade, which I think they should do because this trade makes no sense. But it's after the trade deadline, so they can't trade for anyone else. This is a cluster, you know what? Like no one is helped by this trade. No one, no one. I, I it's like I, I'm just without words because this is just hilarious. How how this uh, the Warriors knew Peyton couldn't uh, play, let him go, only to trade a bunch, uh, like uh, trade a bunch of picks. That are higher than his true value because realistically, Gary Payton is worth maybe three second round picks. It, it doesn't make any sense. This is a mess, an absolute mess. And as I said, Portland needs to get punished for this. This is a just just a complete debacle. The, the, there's no way to actually say anything nice about what went down. From anyone here, no one uh, like no no one should should, uh, should drink themselves in glory over this one. This this is a mess. This is an absolute mess. I I I can't believe this actually went down in this fashion. I like realistically, this is this is pretty humorous because <laughs> we we got a bunch of teams making a trade for the sake of making a trade. I don't think a single, I can't think of any team that actually benefits from this trade. Like, nothing in this trade helps a single member of this team get any better. It, like, it, it just, this trade just exists in, in the ether. Anyway, I'm going to get on out of here. Uh, I've ranted enough. Uh, as I said, I think the Suns should be the favorite to win it all now. If they don't win it all, KD deserves as much flame as humanly possible. Because to me, this is pretty much, he he's he's the thoroughbred. He's the one who called for the Uber. He's got the luxury ride. If you can't win with this whip, I don't know what if or CP3 is ever going to win the ring at this point. If he can't win with this one. This is pretty, as I said. This should be the Suns taking it all. That's all I got. Anyway, I'm getting on out of here. Uh, we got UFC tomorrow. Obviously, we got the Super Bowl. Plenty of breakdowns to come from me. More to come. Uh, stay tuned this weekend. Have a good one, folks. Later. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, and all major outlets.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.